2: Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Well, as you're looking around at all the news today, I'm guessing you're thinking, "Well, Mayorkas being impeached is the biggest story out there." Oh, that's a pretty big one, yeah. Just as a guess. I mean, when's the last time it happened? 150 years ago? Yeah, or something? something like that. Yeah. Joe Biden was a freshman congressman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tune in this morning. Uh you know you're doing legacy media. See, okay, what's what's the big story out there? Apparently, the weather p- part of the country.
0: Good morning America, a
2: deep freeze turning snow to ice overnight.
3: Okay. Snow and ice, deep freeze. Yeah. The-
4: Frozen, spin outs, accidents. The dangerous morning commute after temperatures plunged overnight. The snow from the powerful nor'easter becoming icy. Now,
2: is there are more snow on the way? Storm from the nor'easter getting Ooh. icy. Right. Yeah. Yeah,
3: getting icy.
4: <laughs> and yeah. see, going back to your theory, they give him this stuff, right? They write it that way. As
3: many S's as possible for Michael Strahan. Yeah. Yes. Inside joke, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I
2: wonder. And then. Okay, they talk about George Santos, his seat being replaced. Yes. That was the next big story. And then third, and then they gave that one over to little George Stepanopoulos. This
5: says House Republicans impeach Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. The resolution is adopted. Over his handling of the border, despite no evidence of high crimes and misdemeanors. What comes next? That's a
2: common theme with the coverage. Yeah. Yeah. No evidence of high crimes and misdemeanors. Why do they do that? Allowing an invasion into the country, doing nothing, not doing your job, and lying about it. That doesn't rise to impeachment. No. No. They, They
4: don't vote for impeachment
2: with no evidence. Well, well, these guys did, these mean Republicans, and then Strahan said so. The
4: House voted to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border. Yes. Republicans passed the measure on their second try, despite no evidence of impeachable offenses. Selena Wang has more on Capitol Hill. Good morning, Selena. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Scott? Don't.
3: Homeland Security Secretary. Scott, do you see that as funny? Oh, man, it's brutal. (laughs) Yes, I do. I feel ashamed for it, but I do. Despite no evidence, you know, how do they do that? I mean, seriously. Well, they they throw it out there. And one, it's it's like, well, the the impeachment argument uh, or or the impeachment standard is not actually all that high. It's you can impeach a president or a cabinet secretary for just about anything you want to. Whether or not that'll secure you a conviction in the Senate, now that's a completely different—I'm sorry, in the Senate, that is a completely different uh, 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 scenario, I guess you could say. Um, so, I, look, I at the same time, if you're arguing that he is only following orders, then the guy who needs to be impeached is clearly Joe Biden then. Right. I mean, I was trying to make heads or tails of it, honestly, as I'm listening to this side
6: House making history, but just barely on their second try. They successfully voted to impeach a cabinet secretary. That's a first in nearly 150 years. But look, the chances of conviction in the Senate are virtually zero.
2: I think everybody knows that. Yeah. But the guy deserves
4: to be impeached. Yeah, it, it won't work. I mean, the Senate's not. But, but I think they're just drawing attention to it. Right.
2: I mean, that's part of it. It's like this is yeah. the right thing to do. Right. Okay, is it going to die in the Senate? Well, have them make the case in the Senate. Can
0: we finally hold people accountable for what's gone on at the southern border?
6: Republicans celebrating the victory, though three GOP lawmakers sided with Democrats (laughs) who say this is a policy dispute, not an impeachable offense.
3: Wait
2: Wait a second, a policy dispute?
6: Biden could stop this today.
2: Yep. What are we talking about? That's what is so frustrating. I mean, we make the point all the time. But for, you know, at least a certain demographic of people in the United States, this is where they get their news. And then they believe this and regurgitate it over and over and And over. This is also
4: the result of Biden never firing anyone in his cabinet. No. I mean, you got to take it up the only way you can to remove these incompetent people from their positions. And it seems to me that this is the only way to get it done.
2: Well, nobody loses their job. And these people, they just follow the marching orders of Donald Trump. He wants chaos. That's part of this too. But even
6: some of Johnson's fellow Republicans acknowledge the charges against Mayorkas do not rise to high crimes or misdemeanors. And the Homeland Security Secretary even had a role in negotiating a bipartisan border <laughs> security bill that included policies Republicans themselves demanded. But Donald Trump derailed that deal, claiming it would give Biden a political win.
2: No. Ew. Okay, let's parse this down or parse it out. Okay. Mayorkas didn't do his job. He didn't, as the director of the Department of Homeland Security. Biden hasn't done his job either on the border. In my opinion, he could be impeached for that. Okay, then you're talking about this Senate bill, which didn't do what it's supposed to do as far as securing the border. And it also handcuffs the next president. Yeah, And then this Senate bill that doesn't involve the border at all, which is an absolute joke. Some of the Republicans are all for this. Well, yes, what does that mean? I mean, there are Republicans ripping off the American people too. But again, you don't have honest reporting on this. I was just surprised at some of the names.
4: Yeah. I mean, they voted for this nonsense. Oh, you're talking about John Kennedy more than anything. Indefinitely, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just really, really sad about that one. Yeah.
2: It's been, you know, a huge letdown in a number of different ways. And here we sit. So we'll see what happens with the whole Mayorkas thing. But you can tell what priority is as far as news. I mean, again and again, talking about, again, no proof. And the end of this, isn't it? I think this is little George talking about how Trump loves chaos or something.
7: So we are basically back at square one here. Look, Republicans got what they had been demanding for months, a big bipartisan border deal, and then they rejected it. Donald Trump derailing the whole thing, pressuring Republicans, eager to deny President Biden a win on immigration. And now the speaker is back making those same demands. The White House this morning is blasting this as pure politics. They are slamming Speaker Johnson for holding up this funding for Ukraine, demanding a kind of border deal. Deal uh-huh. that he just killed George.
5: Yeah, it certainly seems that Donald Trump has decided to chaos as his political friend this year.
3: <laughs> what do you even say to that? I, I don't know. I mean, that, the, you say those
2: are propagandists. Well, yes, of course it is. I mean, stating the obvious. But for people that don't know, and you notice this, this is the good news <sighs> to me. I notice more and more people all the time, I mean, and it's probably more independence or. Yeah, just centrist Democrats are like, yeah, you can't trust the media. They do lie to you. Absolutely. And the more people that see through that, I just think
3: the better. So that's going on out there today. What else caught your attention, David? Well, I, Joe Biden, well, he wants to show that he loves black people Oh God! and geez. he's not senile. Did you see this? Yes. So he puts out this video of him watching two black kids eating fried chicken with their dad. Yeah. So it's a Dude. new ad that shows Joe, I, Joe Biden. I honestly
2: couldn't believe it. I honestly could not believe it when I saw it. I'm like, are you joking? This is a skit. Yes. Right. They're like, oh, my gosh, we're losing the black vote. You see the polling. Oh, my gosh, we got to do something yeah. to turn this around. Let's get some fried chicken and go visit a black family. Are you freaking joking me? That's serious.
4: That's serious.
2: That's exactly what they did. (laughs) It's unreal.
4: I mean, this administration is a Seinfeld episode. When George is looking for his black friend and the exterminator, (laughs) he he takes him to dinner so he can show people that he's got a black friend.
2: All right, roll part of the audio. This is great.
5: Well, I mean, you got chicken fingers. You got got all the (laughs) other. What you
2: doing these
3: days? Why don't you share about your passion in sports?
5: I'm playing AAU.
2: Okay, so he's sitting there with a dad, couple of sons. Yeah. Gonna ask him about, okay, the sports. Sports. Joe loves sports. Yeah. You know what a great sportsman he was? He's a great football
5: player. Yes. Yep. I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really involved? Are you a guard? Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. You know how much this guy loves you. You can just feel it, can't you? Yes, exactly. Your dad jumped in front of the ball for
2: you. He's. He's talking about their dad. He he loves you. You know this, right? Yeah. I get it. Well, the cameras are rolling. Of course I do. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
4: My yeah.
0: dads are hard to raise once you're a teenager. We're hard to raise. So you got to be patient with us, you know what I mean? I i patient.
3: So, What's he whispering for? I... Could, because, well, one, he's uncomfortable around black people. <laughs> <laughs> he is. That's why he always forgets their names. <laughs> but, yeah. but So he puts out this video of himself. Uh, you know, he's a man of the people, certainly black people. Uh, and he's watching them eat fried chicken, talking about basketball, then makes a joke about dad getting shot. Like, wow. It's
2: It's, it's unreal. Can you imagine if Trump outreached to the black community? I'm going to bring some fried chicken over and sit and have food with you. Right. You got to be kidding me, man.
4: Oh, I know. I thought it was a joke at first. I did. I thought
2: it was... And I heard someone else say this, and I, you know what? I saw the clip maybe twice, yep. and I did not notice what Biden is eating. Is it true
3: he's eating a burger? Yeah, he's eating a burger. He says he got a cheeseburger. I got you, people, chick. I don't right, want to eat that. Right. <laughs> He's like, chicken is black people food. That's what. <laughs> that's what Joe Biden. Probably Doctor First Lady Doctor Joe Biden said that. That's why they're eating out of the uh, out of the styrofoam containers too. Jill took away all the dishes because she's afraid of getting the fine, you know, dinnerware stolen whenever there's black people around. I mean you might as well just right. just
2: people. scream it. You'd have a better chance being convincing, Joe. So you're going to dress like Carmen Miranda
4: and sit with a bunch of trans guys and <laughs> talk to them or maybe? How's that going to work? Not quite sure. This
2: guy. Oh man. man of the people. Yes. Speaking of race. Remember Rachel Dolezal? Yeah. Yeah. She claims she was black. She's a white woman. Yeah. I remember her. Okay, and that we learned at that time that that is reprehensible. You can't do that. Right. You can pretend you're another gender, and that's fine. fine. you got to be welcoming. But if you claim you're another race, no, no, no. She's got a new gig. Did you hear about it? Yeah, I did, actually. Holy smokes. This is unbelievable.
4: Hey, she's working anyway, right? Productive. To, oh, my god. Yeah.
2: You don't want her having the job that she has. Somebody does. We'll get to that. You're talking about the OnlyFans part. I'm not talking about that part. Oh, I was. Okay. Oh, goodness gracious. News update next.
7: Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com dance. That's harrys.com slash dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van
3: Camp, Scott Robbins. News update David Van Camp. Well, this is an interesting development here. The uh, House Intelligence Committee Chairman, uh, Mike Turner, uh, put out a statement saying that today the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. Um, and he's calling on President Biden to declassify as much as possible so that people can get prepared or know what's coming Um, and apparently a Democratic source uh, familiar with the the nature of the threat has said to NBC News that this is a serious issue that could lead to a destabilizing situation and a national security threat. So it seems like members of both parties are now kind of saying yeah we need to let people know about what, what we're seeing and to me, I'm, I'm just jaded enough to think, okay, how are they playing us with this? You know? Right. You want to believe that. It
2: sounds that serious. Mm-hmm. What exactly are they talking about? Right. No timetable, though? When we're going to know? Uh, no. Hmm. Okay.
4: Boy, I'll tell you what. Our trust has evaporated, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just gone.
2: Okay. I'll tell you what just went through my mind. Just okay. In real time all right, what all is going on right now and who wants to change the conversation? Yeah. You hate being in that situation where that is your thought. You want to be able to just think, okay, there's something that we need to know about. What could this be? there's, I guess, part of me that's that way. The other part is cynical enough. Like, okay, how are they trying to change the conversation? Not quite sure. I'm like, okay, what all has happened? You got the Mayorkas thing. Got these other things going on, and they want to get this money in for Ukraine. And then Tony Bobolinsky testified yesterday about the Biden family corruption, which was ignored by a lot of legacy media. Hmm. What else is going on? Okay, more on that a little bit later. This is a much lighter note than that. It's just the story I mentioned earlier. If you remember Rachel Dolezal, she uh, was a race faker. Yeah. Yes. She's white. She said she was black. Yes. She She headed up the NAACP in Washington for a while. And now she's back. And this had been reported before she's on OnlyFans. Yeah, somebody's shelling out dough to see that. I don't understand. I I
4: don't either, but everybody's got the thing, right? But
2: apparently making thousands a month doing that. But the reason she's in the news now is because it's also reported that she has a teaching job. At an elementary school in Arizona. Come oh, on, man. Yes. Come on. Yes. It was in the New York Post. Oh, saw it in different places. Well. Like, do you
4: want that person around your kids? No. You got somebody on OnlyFans who pretended she was a black person, and let's hire
3: her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, someone who was also extremely mentally ill. Yes. I don't know if you saw that uh rachel dolezal documentary that came out uh i remember years you're ago.
2: one of the very few
3: people i knew that saw it out of curiosity and then was sad for the kid do oh yeah her her son who's yes. also like i think her brother actually but any it's oh, weird it's a complicated thing because she you know puts the spotlight on herself all the time and like before she's when she got exposed as being a fake black woman uh She was getting ready to go on the Today Show for the second time, and he's like, Mom, don't do this. Come on. Right. He's going off to college. He's got the last name, and, I mean, it's just an embarrassing thing, but she is crazy. Well, remember, when she did go on the Today Show, what was it? She's black. She's not
2: African American. That was the story if i remember right
8: i don't identify as african-american I identify as black so i am i am part of the pan-african diaspora and i definitely feel like in america even though race is a social construct and we've acknowledged this in academia and in science uh-huh. there's still oh, okay. is a line drawn in the sand there still are sides politically there's a black side and a white side and i stand unapologetically on the black side all
2: right just stop there hmm. I mean, is that the next slippery slope? I mean, a dude can be a woman. Again, no one's ever given me a great explanation no. of why you can do that and not this. No one. The race thing. I've, I still haven't heard it. I was ripped on for even asking. I still haven't heard a good explanation. But she's a Pan-African? Pan? This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. It's the diaspora, dude. It's the Black, diaspora.
8: So I, am, I am part of the Pan-African diaspora. Yeah.
4: Pan-African diaspora. Yeah. yeah. Educate yourself. Do the work, Scott. Wow, sounds like a Paul Simon
1: album. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh dang. Yeah, that's hilarious.
2: Okay, well, David, usually I ask you the biggest story of the day. I think it's
3: the tip you just got or you just saw. Yeah, that, that apparently there is some sort of, quote-unquote, destabilizing national security threat that all members of Congress have been briefed on or will be being briefed on, and they are calling on the president to declassify it because apparently we need to know what's going on. Wow. All right. Update on that. Much more straight ahead.
2: markley david van camp
3: scott robbins hi right, david he had a news update nothing new on it no but it's concerning at the very least yeah i guess again i, I can't help but wonder how are we being played the uh, chairman of the republican-led uh, house committee on intelligence uh, released a statement saying that they've become aware of some sort of uh, ongoing threat and he wants the uh the president to declassify it so that we and our allies can be prepared for it and then uh, apparently a democrat on that committee or someone uh, someone who works for a democrat on that committee says yeah this is uh this is something that has the potential to destabilize the country and maybe the world and so will uh, so yes Biden should declassify as much as possible the information is being made aware made available to uh all members of Congress, I believe, now. You you gotta go into the like the secure facility, the skiff is what they call it, to go look right. at it. But uh, you can't
2: take it out of there, you can only see it
3: and then right. leave. Unless you're Joe Biden, in which case you can stack <laughs> it next to your Corvette right. in the garage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But you're
2: a well meaning elderly guy, you you're... can't put him on trial <laughs> right. for it.
3: Yeah. As long as you're senile, I should say, yeah. you can take the information and stuff it in the garage somewhere. Wow. I mean, I don't feel like I should speculate
2: what it could be. I have no idea. I mean, different things come in your head. I mean, were we talking about some sort of hacking? Are you talking about a foreign country? Who knows? Not quite sure. Um, As far as the president calling on him to declassify it, I mean, I don't know how many people honestly have a lot of faith in the president right now as far as his mental capacity. No. I mean, what we saw last Thursday, dude, that was like... That was icing on the cake for a lot of people. Like, okay, okay, some of you guys were right. He can't yeah. do this anymore. I mean, he we should be looking at the, the 25th. We should be getting him out of there. Well, Biden thinks
4: he needs to get a priest in to lay his hands on the documents. <laughs> and, and then they can open him up and
2: see him. Oh, boy. Until then, no, it's a religious ceremony of some kind. Got like it. Weirdo. But Pete judge, he's one of the people out there saying, he's sharp. Come on. he. Dude, they're all doing this now. Yeah. They, I mean, the wagons are
4: circling. Well, right?
2: it's split. It's a, there, there's a group of people on the left that are saying, we got to get him out of there. You can't. You, he's not going to beat
3: Trump. I mean, I think it was the Atlantic that even had their piece of saying he's got to go. Yeah. He well. Yeah. I mean, the people who are doing this are the people who have something to gain from Joe Biden still. Yep. They're the people who need something from the senile old man. Uh, so they're going to shamelessly do this. Pete Boot Edge Edge, the Transportation Secretary did an interview with Politico uh and shared this anecdote. Hey look, you know the the president is sharp. Once while briefing me on railroad investments, I brought along an expert from the Federal Rail Administration who couldn't answer all of Biden's questions. He was asking <laughs> Cuz he such, couldn't understand him. He was asking such detailed questions that we actually had to dial in another <laughs> expert from Amtrak To get to some of the things that he was asking about, says Pete Buttigieg, transportation secretary, which is it's impossible to believe. How is I understand that there are some people who are not great on stage, but very efficient and good in private or just in a a work setting. And I understand there are people who are great on stage and terrible uh, in in closed door meetings. Mm but man you would think that Joe Biden would be able to demonstrate that he's not senile in public. What he saves the the non-senility stuff for behind closed doors when nobody else is watching, that's what we're to believe. No, that's not possible. Doesn't work that way. No, I'm right there with you. I
2: mean, <laughs> He asked questions that can't be answered. Come on, man.
5: How do you, are you
4: on the list? Of-
5: I couldn't answer that
4: either. Well, no, that's what the guy, that's why he couldn't answer. He could not huh? understand any. <laughs>
2: right.
5: I'm not going to take your time, but you know. Huh? What? What?
2: Well, if you want, I think it was in Wokeness, the account on yeah. X. They, they put out a montage of different people saying, and it's this, the common theme is he's so sharp. Yeah. Biden is so sharp. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you're just a short roundup of it. President Biden, who I've been
5: around uh, numerous times just year, is sharp, he's focused, he's bright.
3: He is sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and focused.
2: This is a man who is sharp, who is... Everyone says sharp. That's yeah. how you know that's yeah.
7: part of the talking yeah. Yeah, points. Yeah, right. Who is on top of his game, who knows what's going on. He's smart. He's on his game.
9: I was in almost every meeting with the president, and the president... <laughs> was in front of and on top of it all, coordinating and directing leaders who are in charge of America's national security, not to mention our allies around the globe.
2: Okay. Is it too simple to say one of the big tells is that they're trying to give him credit for what any president would supposed to be aware of? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: What was that part?
9: And the president was in front of and on top of it all.
3: How can you be in front of and on top of something at the same time? Biden has these superpowers. Yes, I'm just—I mean, he is tall. Can
4: do whatever.
2: (laughs) I can't
3: help it. I mentioned this
2: before. Chris Rock still goes through my head. You don't get credit for what you're supposed to do. Right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. He's supposed to be focused in detail. I hope so. He's the president. President of the United States. It's unreal, man. All right. It's that point of the show. Got to go around the table. May not be the biggest
6: story
3: out there, but it caught your attention. David, today, what's your story? (laughs) This story, sorry, I'm still trying to figure out the physics behind being in front of and on top of (laughs) something, but I understand it's a turn of phrase or whatever. All right. This story actually happened in November of 2023, but the the body cam footage has now been released. um, And so it's gaining more national attention. There's a police officer, or a deputy, I guess, in uh, Okaloosa County, Florida. Uh, he, he, In the body cam footage, you see him walking past uh, his cruiser. There's somebody in the back seat, I guess, who's been detained, a suspect, had been detained. And he hears something loud and says, shots fired, shots fired, shots fired. I'm not going to play the audio because it's mostly obscenities and shouting and gunfire. and You just wouldn't get much out of it. Okay. But he he rolls behind the vehicle several uh, yards away and then just unloads. I mean, just it's a mag dump, man. I mean, he just unloads his entire magazine into the back of the cruiser. Wow. And then is saying, I've been shot. I've been shot. And so then a sergeant comes along and, and tries to, because she's hearing, oh, my gosh, officer has been shot. And she's firing mm-hmm. in uh, to the vehicle. Uh, turns out he wasn't shot at all. And it turns out no one had shot except for him. What he got spooked by was an acorn falling on the roof of the car. you got to be joking. He's, wa- okay. <laughs> he's walking by and an acorn oh, goes clang. And then he's like, I've been shot. I don't know. He's it's a <laughs> <Some laughs> Leslie Nielsen movie. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> right, it, it's Reno 911. It is Reno. It is it like... Is. I, I, I mean, okay, so so uh, they do this investigation. <laughs> so they do this investigation, and uh, as they're interviewing him afterwards, they're they're saying, "Okay, do you know what you were shooting at?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, I, I thought I heard shots fired," is what he said. And there's a moment in the transcript where the investigator says, "It was an acorn," and he goes, "An acorn? An acorn, bro? You just got into a shootout with an acorn?" Like the squirrel from Ice Age is your number one suspect now. <laughs> so All he has right. he's resigned. He's not facing any criminal charges. the the other uh, uh, The other uh, law enforcement official uh, who came in to his rescue, uh, they said she had a reasonable uh, or a reason, I guess, to open fire because she had heard the call. Somebody, you know, in uniform said he had been shot and mm-hmm. shots had been fired. So. She was acting within her rights to use potentially deadly force. Luckily, the suspect was not injured or killed
1: in this situation. I
3: mean, you got to find a different job,
2: right, after that? Oh, you can't be a cop, no. Well, can you imagine your buddies at work, whatever job, they find that out? I mean, could you help yourself from leaving an acorn on their desk? (laughs) Oh, no, I would do it all the
3: time. (laughs) I'd <laughs> get him a semi-automatic nutcracker. <laughs> Just don't want to pop a balloon around him. <laughs> no kidding. Shield place up. Yeah. A little
2: jumpy. Yeah. All right, Scott, what's your story today? What's your story?
4: Uh, my story comes out of the U.K. today. Archaeologists there in the U.K. have, uh, by the way, finally learned they have a 1,700-year-old ancient Roman egg that they discovered. The discovery of the egg was actually announced way back in 2018, but they found some more. They have four of them now. They found them in a waterlogged pit. And three of them had have been cracked in the removal, and there was actually yolk inside the eggs. Really? And this frightens me for a number of reasons. If they can get the DNA from that yolk and create some sort of prehistoric freaky monster in a laboratory <laughs> somewhere, you know they're going to do it, right? And then there was a question, well, how do they know they're 1,700 years old? They said, well, that's really easy because the best buy date was laser
2: etched on the back of the egg. <laughs> You like those jokes, I don't you? kept that one out, I know. <laughs> just stopped while I was ahead, right? <laughs> yep. You, you had to risk it for the
4: biscuit. You I went know. down in flames. I know. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I apologize for that. It seemed funny in
2: rehearsal. <laughs> okay, for my story, it's just a piece of audio. But it tells the story. And to me, when you're talking about illegal immigration and everything you're seeing across the country and people are getting ticked off especially people in, quote, marginalized communities. Oh, yeah. Marco Rubio. Little Marco? Speaking. And just said it.
5: One of the things I see a lot in South Florida are people that have been in this country, that maybe came from Cuba 45 years ago. They've worked here their entire lives. They retire. They get $800, $900, $1,000 a month from Social Security. And then they run into somebody who just got here from Cuba three months ago. He's 29 years old doesn't work, and is given $1,500 a month in benefits by our government because they're refugees. That refugee, a year later, is traveling back to Cuba 15 times. So you're a refugee fleeing oppression from a place that you now go back and visit 15 times the following year. And in the meantime, we're giving you Medicaid, food stamps, health care for your children, cash payments from the refugee fund. So imagine if you've been working here for 40 years and your Social Security check is smaller than the benefits going to a 28-year-old, able-bodied person who just got here. That's real. That happens. That's happening every day. That makes no sense.
2: It doesn't make sense no. to people. Wow. It's
5: Rubio! Yes, yes, it
2: is! Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's outrageous. But we, And if you bring that up, you're shouted down by people saying, why don't you have a heart for people? Right first of all, no, that's not fair at all. That doesn't mention the criminals that are in this country creating more crime and making people's lives worse. And I don't understand how you're here illegally. You commit crime after crime like these people we've seen in New York. You're not deported. How? It absolutely makes no sense. I read today where one
4: of those knuckleheads in New York already has been arrested again.
2: Oh, my goodness. It just goes on and on and on so all right we got to get an update on what this potential warning is that you're hearing leaks about right now and also there's something called alaska pox what is alaska pox and it killed somebody oh gosh. get to that much more coming up
3: If you're interested in daily fantasy sports, but maybe a little confused about how it all works, prize picks is the way to get started. You're just playing against the numbers, no tinkering with lineups or keeping track of a bunch of players.
4: And you're not playing against sharks. You pick more or less
2: on a two to six player stat projection. You can now win up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks.
3: You can turn ten dollars into a thousand. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players, sports, and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy. Sports app basketball hockey soccer tennis etc
4: price picks has a game
2: for you price picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries
3: stay in play even if one of your players gets injured yeah they're the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy
4: it's easy to download the app today and use code mbcr for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks that's code mbcr on Prize picks for a deposit match up to 100 bucks pick more pick less it's that easy
8: my doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste free, and garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Cholesterol's natural enemy.
7: These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed.
2: The markley Camp and Robbins Show, Jamie Markley, David Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, with rising costs and concerns about the economy, running a business right now is the hardest it's been in a
3: long time. Yeah, and you can simplify the nuts and bolts like closing the books with NetSuite by Oracle. Everything you need to grow your business all in one place, you get a customized solution for all of your key performance indicators. Yeah, it's all-in-one efficient system, letting you manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins.
4: Yeah, having it all together
3: makes it easier to make good decisions in the future. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen. And download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash mvr. That's netsuite.com slash mvr to get your own KPI
4: checklist.
2: netsuite.com slash mvr. Okay, David, on that story
3: you reported earlier, nothing new on it? No, nothing new. That Okay, so, so the story is that the House Intelligence Committee, apparently members of both parties, are very concerned with something that they have gotten, some information about an imminent threat, and they are asking the uh, president to declassify as much of it as possible in order to let our allies and the American people know what's going on. I'm not going to get into a tizzy about it. You know, Rick Grinnell, who had worked uh, in the intelligence community under Donald Trump. Yeah. uh, Has asked the obvious question. Did you not go directly to the president first? You can. Did you not go to the DNI first? I mean, there's other routes and I think he kind of smells a rat like a lot of us do. There's a reason why they're saying this publicly instead of trying to get it through the proper channels. And I don't, I don't, Know what that reason is, but if past this prologue, I'm worried we're getting set up to be played. I could be wrong, but. Well, I mean, you're just going on what we've known in the
2: past, what we've seen and observed. But it's, uh, they're saying it's Democrats and Republicans together. Yes. Okay. And then, you, well, that could well, be um, one and the same, depending on yeah, which right. Democrats or which, well, not that, it's which Republicans. Well, or Then re- it could be one of the same.
4: Or Republican. Sometimes they'll go bipartisan right. when there's Mitt Romney's the only guy standing over there, you know?
2: That can be. Yeah. All right.
3: So another update. What is Alaska Pox, David? Oh, my gosh. Well, one, I, I think it's an, a terribly racist uh, name to call it Alaska Pox. We've been told you cannot name a disease after the location where it is most likely to be found. Yeah. Yeah, we want to defend Rocky our Rocky Mountain and... Spotted Fever, right? Yeah, And our friends in Anchorage are like, what's this? Yeah, sad story. An older guy, they didn't say what his age was, but he has died from Alaska pox, uh, which is the first known fatality from the recently discovered virus. Uh, They say it's unclear how the guy got the virus, but they think it's possible it could be linked to a stray cat that lived with him. And so it's, you know, similar to... uh, uh, other illnesses that end with pox so you have the, the, the boils or the lesions on your skin and whatnot. Oh, he had also been undergoing cancer treatment so he was severely immun- immunocompromised so that's God. what makes it more dangerous. Now I think it's the the thing that made me laugh about it, not not the guy's death, not at all. But in the CBS News article, Alaska pox is related to smallpox, cowpox, and mpox. Can't call it monkey pox, but you can call it Alaska pox. Unreal. <laughs> Better I find out Fauci funded this <laughs> somehow. Well, you hear
2: pox now, you think monkey pox. Was so it some sort of activity? It's all confused now. <laughs> this is the Mark Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp.
3: There's Scott Robbins. Did you have another update, David? Yeah. So the uh, the the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee uh, put out a very vague statement about some sort of national security threat that he's learned about, and he wants Biden to declassify and has made it uh, available to members of Congress, uh, but he wants it to be more widely disseminated because of some sort of imminent threat I, I again i don't know what it is um i can only you know again i'm maybe i'm just too cynical for my own good maybe there is something big on the horizon um but i you know when i hear oh yeah another democrat associated with that committee is telling nbc news yeah i mean I, this is very grave this is serious i'm wondering okay how are we going to get played this time because you no, know, the house is being pressured into funding uh, or approving more funding for ukraine there's this all-out at this all-out full-court press to try to get them to pass the 95 billion or whatever dollar uh foreign aid package uh out there um and i just wonder how much of this is actually mm. a play for that but i don't know uh maybe there's something real there uh But National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan apparently is going to be briefing a few members of Congress tomorrow. So I would think, man, I mean, if it was really that urgent, wouldn't the National Security Advisor be ready to go to Capitol Hill like today? It's not that far away from his office. But then again, these are the same people who said, we did a great job with the withdrawal in Afghanistan. They did say that. They're incompetent. They still say that. Yeah. So Jake Sullivan is at the press briefing today. Uh, and was asked about that, kind of tiptoed around Before it.
7: Before you came out, Congressman Mike Turner issued a statement saying that President Biden should declassify intelligence-related to a, quote, serious national security threat. Um, what can you say about the threat and what the administration plans to do?
2: So first, I reached out uh, earlier this week to the Gang of Eight uh, to offer myself up for a personal briefing to the Gang of Eight, and in fact, we scheduled a briefing for the four House members of the Gang of Eight tomorrow. Uh, that's been on the books, so I am a bit surprised that Congressman Turner came out publicly today in advance of a meeting on the books for me to go sit with him alongside our intelligence and defense professionals tomorrow. That's his choice to do that. All I can tell you is that I'm focused on going to see him, sit with him, as well as the other House members of the Gang of Eight tomorrow, and I'm not in a position to say anything further from this podium at this point. Hmm. Okay. Usually preface this with saying... There are three Jamokes here on the radio. Yeah. Okay. Although, at least, I won't even include me in this. Say you two Jamokes, okay? (laughs) I would put your track record up against the experts that we've been listening to for the last four or five years on about anything as far as percentages. If you're going with analytics, how often you're right and how often they're wrong, that sort of thing. But, yeah, this feels like... It's something not as important as they're making it out to be right yeah. now. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, did we get hacked? Is something going on? Are people's bank records? What's going on? What could this be? Well, it could wait till tomorrow. Yeah. It sounds like political theater.
4: Well, yeah, my well, brain went right to what did Trump do now? <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, the national security breach, you know. Well, right.
3: To me. I I will say this, having heard now Jake Sullivan sound very calm and matter-of-fact about it, I'm officially freaking out because that guy's wrong about everything. That guy's saying, oh, it's not that big a deal. I mean, I'm going to go personally brief them on something. Uh, You know, I don't know why they're, like, raising all hell about it. I'm I'm sitting here going, okay, maybe it is a big deal because that guy sucks at calling his shots. He's terrible at it.
2: Well, he's, you know, part of this administration. I mean, take it with a grain of salt. You probably saw the story, and you're not surprised, that Biden's Department of Homeland Security uh, is making all these attacks on the Republicans after they impeached Mayorkas. I think House Republicans will be remembered by history for trampling on the Constitution for political gain rather than working to solve the serious challenges at the border. What are you taught? You opened the border. You allowed this crisis to happen. Anyone paying attention knows that. It's like the gaslighting never stops. These guys this are the always statement.
4: telling us history will note, too.
2: Yeah, right. Always. Listen to this. While Secretary Mayorkas was helping a group of Republican and Democratic senators develop, bi- develop bipartisan solutions to strengthen border security and get needed resources for enforcement, House Republicans have wasted months with this baseless, unconstitutional impeachment. This is why people hate politicians. I mean, most people, I really do believe this, just want to know what the truth is. Now, some people you can tell the truth to, they don't want to hear it and they'll ignore it. But somewhere they know, okay, I really want to know what the truth is. That's not the truth. It's just disgusting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Meanwhile, other news out there. Oh, this was in the uh, Wall Street Journal today. The electric vehicles been a story for a while, and and it looked like, man, they're really doing well as far as sales, and then all of a sudden you were hearing reports of different car dealers across the country saying, we can't sell these things. Yeah. They're all over the lot. The title of the piece, The Six Months That Short-Circuited the Electric Vehicle Revolution. Automakers went all in on battery power, but buyers have proven more hesitant. And it goes in talking about, you know, a number of different experts, but then... Saying, well, now reality is set in. And you know what happened? <laughs> the push to get all these electric vehicles and everything else overlooked an important constituency. The consumer. Yes. Well, yeah. Huh. But you know, people are going to buy them, you mean? <laughs> well, You know, you have this report on inflation and how it's affecting people and credit card debt at record levels. Even the people that want an electric vehicle, they can't afford it. No, And this is the one thing that I still have a hard time understanding. And, David, maybe you've seen enough on this to explain it to me. When this push first started and different people were talking about hybrids. So if you had to go a longer distance, you could go with gas. And that way, if it was shorter, you could use the electric. Right? Right. But those people were shouted down by the, quote, experts and the energy secretary Saying that's not the way to go. They have to be all electric vehicles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That doesn't make any sense. How are you going to transition? We don't have the infrastructure. I mean, again, just jamoke sort of
3: common sense says people aren't ready for that. Or or the technology to really make that a a viable, feasible option for most Americans. It it just doesn't exist right now. But this is the problem uh, when you try to transition into a centrally planned government. Yeah. It doesn't work. You try to force people to buy something they can't afford or don't want and of course you know automakers in america saw dollar signs and so they took it and then they converted a bunch of factory space to make these cars that nobody wanted and now people are getting laid off in the industry because it was government money yeah it was government money i mean again and for anybody in the uaw or whatever i mean blame your union leadership too they're the ones who were pushing for this crap to go on you're getting laid off because of short-sighted policy and good old-fashioned grifting but can you explain to me why these quote experts were saying oh the hybrid that's you need all
2: electric why because they have money in it right Right. well you know and and again
4: when you spend billions of dollars on a product and it's not researched to know whether there's even a consumer base there for it who does that whether it's soft drink or sandwiches or whatever it is Oh, man. You don't go, you know what? We're going to put a lamb lamb sandwich on our menu here at McDonald's, <laughs> and we're going to spend a million dollars advertising it.
2: No one wants it. Who I, I wants it. to
4: eat a lamb sandwich? No one. I'd
3: try
2: it. Some of the stuff you come up with, guys. Well, I mean, I, but the lamb sandwich. But
4: doesn't it boggle your mind that they would? you spend all that money, you do all that marketing, you try to force-feed it down people's throats, you never ask them directly, would you want something like this for, I don't know, three times the amount of that
2: car? Well, no. No. I don't uh, want it. I'm going to have lamb sandwich in my head all day because yeah. uh, I think people really do enjoy lamb.
3: Yeah, I, I would just say that they actually do have a lamb burger in <laughs> in um, in Australia and it's pretty popular. Well,
4: that's why it's in Australia, not <laughs> here, because we can't, we don't want a lamb burger.
3: Have you ever had an ostrich
4: burger? I don't want an ostrich burger They're either. They're awesome. Well, McDonald's should put it on their menu. I, so let's see how that
2: flies. I so. don't want it at McDonald's. I had it at a regular restaurant. Yeah. It was really good. You yeah. ever had an ostrich burger, David? I have. Yeah. I was going to say I don't Good. think there's anything that I've ever had that David hasn't tried once. Well, no. I, I thought yeah. I found it. Nope. Right. No. Right. No, I, no it, go.
3: And I love lamb. So. Yeah. I'd so have lamb for burger. you. All right. Hey, did you see what I happened on
2: Facebook yesterday? As far as someone got shut down. No. The post. This was shared by libs of TikTok. It's the meme, and as far as the picture, if I can paint this for you, it's like a sunny day, and it looks like like the fifties and like that, as far as the style of clothing and everything else. Yeah. And it's this blonde woman and she's got like the shirt. That's a you know, three quarter sleeve showing a little bit of cleavage. And then it's tied right Around under the way- yeah. above the waist. Yeah. That was- and then it's like a mini skirt. that's sort of blowing up. Yeah. I mean, you can't see anything crazy. Um, and then there is a dude that's airing up a tire. It looks like uh, some sort of gas station. And he's looking at her with a big smile on his face. And she's got a smile on her face. And it says, White Pride Month. And underneath, it says, Happy White Heterosexual Pride Month, everyone. To say, hey, these are people that are never going to have some sort of month. I mean, there's right. Gay Pride Month and all that sort of stuff. So they put that out there. And you can say, well, that's not in good taste. Say whatever you want. But Facebook took it down and claimed that celebrating white heterosexual pride month goes against their guidelines because it, quote, praises or supports people and organizations we define as dangerous. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. Really? Yeah. Dangerous. That's, that sense of humor there, that is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Meanwhile, saw another story. Being it is, you know, Valentine's Day, Gen Z is having a heck of a time. Uh, this was from the Free Press. And where's the Gen Z thing start and end? Is what that... are the years? I just know all my kids are Gen Z. Okay. So David, you're a millennial. I think doesn't it cut off somewhere in the early 30s now or around 30? Yeah, it's uh, born
3: 1997 to 2013. Okay, that
2: makes sense to me. Now I think, yeah, now that I know. Um, well, it's called Gen Z Sexual Apocalypse. What does that mean? Well, they're telling the story of these different, especially younger guys having a hard time meeting women that aren't completely woke. One guy said dating right now is just walking on eggshells, honestly. Mm. See, you're, you're always afraid you're going to be saying the wrong thing. Yeah. said sometimes guys are resorting to just desperate measures like pretending to be woke. One young male said... A guy's got to get laid. I mean, he's got to do whatever.
4: God. Well, that's as old as time.
3: I mean, you yeah, know, right? Learn <laughs> about on, something? Yes. Walking on eggshells around some women? What are you, really? It's breaking news. It's a, yeah, the dude wrote it.
2: When it comes to sex, my generation is screwed. It's like <laughs> politics has taken over our lives in recent years, and now it's taken over our bedrooms. Your hot takes won't keep you warm at night. So it's like the ultra-woke and then, you know, the far right, they're not finding anybody is what it's talking about. So happy Valentine's Day, everybody. And that report yesterday that the married people are the happiest of all, and you hear a story like that, you're like, oh, thank goodness, I'm not going through that right now. Wow, no kidding. Holy smokes. All right, much to get to, including our no BS election update. Straight ahead right here.
8: my doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline, so I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste free, and Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula.
7: Cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term "natural" references only the garlic in the product. Use as directed.
9: Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclitide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually.
0: Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling.
9: Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It is time for our update.
1: It's the Markley Van Camp and Robbins 2024. Are you running? Are you not running? running? No BS (laughs) update. Everything you need to know. Without all the crap.
5: I'm about
2: to do research. Okay, I've noticed this, tracking this from election betting odds. The chance of Joe Biden resigning in his first term. Ooh. Any guesses before I give you the number? Wow. Um, I'll say thirty-two percent.
3: David. There, I'll say there is a 55%. It is at 13.5%. Hmm. I think
2: Almost.
3: we're too far down the road for that to happen.
2: Unchanged. There are people that have said that. Yeah. But a
3: lot of others said he is not going to make it. They're going to have to switch it out. Yeah, I, I tend to think it's going to be somewhere closer to the convention. Because if he were to step down right now, well, then you got Kamala. And or still time to actually put on a real primary yeah yeah so they'll have to wait they're not going to so they're going to
2: do it did you see one of the new strategies that's talked about is to put biden out there more <laughs> i read this how does this make sense to you or anyone else for that matter well they're what they're saying not me what they're saying is that the more he's out there the more people will be used to him just saying crazy stuff mm. that they'll just sort of Get used to it. How
5: do you? I go down the list. How do you? you down the list.
2: <laughs> Stuff like that, and they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, he's cool." Yeah, that's true. What? Yeah, yeah, whatever.
4: How
5: do you? I go down the list. I'm not going to take your time, but you know,
4: right. So if you have a horrible song and you play it over and over and over again, chances are you might like it at
2: the end of the day. Wasn't that your theory at Top Forty Radio? Uh, I was just going to say I lived that. I know what it's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get used to the crap at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, think I, I didn't like no playing idea. Rico Suave, huh? No. Did you hate Rico Suave? Yeah. At least I found that somewhat entertaining at the time. Was that an 87? Maybe that's the reason Somewhere you there. just heard it so many times you started to like it after a while. <laughs> I didn't listen to Top 40 radio. I think it was on MTV or something you like that. were clubbing it, though, so maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that was played. Uh, but, I mean, as far as Trump, I thought this was interesting. Real quick with the election. Victor Davis Hanson said this, and i listened to what he has to say. Me too. It's like, you know, there are times it's best to just kind of lay low. He's coming in with the velvet hammer on Trump saying, hey, th- talk about Nikki Haley's husband, okay, when he's deployed. That's not a win for you. No. Okay. he. In other words, he's going to cruise right past Nikki Haley. He doesn't really have to pay any attention to her. No. You know, and the more things that you used— you know, out there when you're speaking that could be used against you. You kind of want to stay away from those and go with more of the post-Iowa speech. Yeah. Lay low stick for with, a little while. Stick with that. A little more gracious because you still got to get, you know, part of the people that didn't vote for you last time, which makes sense. Yeah. This is the Markley
3: Van Camp and Robin show. Okay, David, biggest story than today is... Uh, A vague statement from the House Intelligence Committee chair that says that there is some sort of uh, national security threat that Biden should declassify so as many people as possible in the right positions can know about it. Um, Apparently they had a meeting scheduled for tomorrow with the national security advisor to address this thing. But uh, what's being said to members of Congress is that it's some sort of foreign capability military capability that ha- would have a destabilizing effect on america if this is about russia right, and trying to get that
2: money through in that bill for ukraine it's going to take a lot of people off all right we'll get to that another update straight ahead robin show i'm jamie Markley, the you david van camp the millennial the sexy boomer
3: that's scott robbins Strong, david oh uh, we get we get this uh a bombshell from mike turner the chair of the house uh, intelligence oh, yeah. committee that says that there is some sort of threat that a foreign military possesses that could have a destabilizing effect uh, I won't say what it is, but he's calling on uh, President Biden to declassify as much of the information as possible so that our allies and us know what's what the score is. Now, a lot of congressional reporters have, of course, been asking people, Democrats and Republicans, what can you tell me about it? Nobody has said specifically what it is, uh, but uh, some have been quoted as saying, yeah, it's a serious threat. Others have said, yeah, it's serious, but not imminent. Um, and, you know, we're going to wait to see what the National Security Advisor tells us tomorrow. That's basically what they've been telling a lot of uh, Capitol mm. Hill reporters. Now, if you want some irresponsible speculation... Of course. Oh, I, I love could, it. I could tell you this, and again, this is not based on any, like, n- nobody in, in Congress has said anything. This is about what a lot of observers have have apparently been pointing out, that Russia, for quite some time, has been developing... Uh, what's called the 3M22 Zircon, which is a it, it, it's a cruise missile that has nuclear capabilities, mm-hmm. and you know it has an effective firing range of like 620 miles. And they're developing a land-based version of that, which would have, of course, when you're talking about like quote unquote tactical nuclear strikes, that would certainly have implications for Ukraine. And like we, like you know. Talked about it when the news first broke uh, an hour and a half ago or whenever that was. Uh, I smell a rat, and it just seems like this has been somewhat common knowledge for a while that they've been developing this. So it seems kind of strange that this would be treated with the level of urgency until you remember that there is a full-court press effort to get the House to sign off on a on, on another massive foreign aid bill. Yep to uh, equip Ukraine. Yeah, J.D. Vance, senator from Ohio, was
2: talking about that. They had part of that yesterday. Him talking about all the pressure to get this money through and gave all the reasons it's the wrong thing to do at this moment in time.
0: Man, oh man.
2: If that's what it is, that's like a new low to me. Like just yeah. playing with people. Oh, it's utter importance. American people need to know. We need to declassify this.
3: Yeah, and
2: you're thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to get attacked. There's some sort of cyber attack. What's going on? You got to quit doing what? this crap because we're going to stop believing anything. What Russia has nukes? Right. What? Yeah, we
4: know that. Yeah, we, we know that. We've known
3: that for for quite a long some time. time now. Right.
4: Yeah. yeah. Long time.
2: Oh my gosh. You know, and what they won't report on, of course. And, you know, you talk about just trying to get to the truth, whatever it is. If it, even if it hurts, you just want to know what is the truth. You look at somebody like Michael Schellenberger or Matt Taibbi, who used to be on the left. Mm-hmm. They got kicked out of the club. Why? Because they were telling the truth. Well, they didn't go along with the story. No. And they've been part of the Twitter files yep. and uncovering a whole lot of things. And they wrote a piece along with another guy that talked about how the CIA had foreign allies spy on Trump's team. This was like before the summer of 2016. And this is what triggered the whole Russia collusion hoax. John Brennan a part of that. This was under Obama. It's wild. It just and it's deep in the weeds. You can usually explain this better than I can, David. But it just says in the piece last year, John Durham, remember the special prosecutor for the DOJ, concluded that the FBI should never have opened its investigation of alleged collusion by then-presidential candidate Donald J. Trump in late July of 2016. Now multiple credible sources tell Public and Racket, that's Schellenberger and Taibbi's groups, that the United States intelligence community, including the CIA, illegally mobilized foreign intelligence agencies to target Trump advisors long before the summer of 2016. They said it fills many gaps in their understanding of the Russia collusion hoax and is supported by testimony already found in the public record. So this is more information, and it's worse. And it also proves, okay, yeah, there's definitely a deep state. There's no doubt about it. Public and Racket had been told that Obama CIA director, John Brennan, had identified 26 Trump associates for the five eyes. That's part of the intelligence community. To target, a source confirmed that the intelligence community had identified them as
3: people to bump or make contact with or manipulate. Well, the... yeah, it's the self-fulfilling prophecy. It's kind of like w- what we've noticed I mean, on a much larger scale. But when uh, uh, when when a something has been, quote-unquote, debunked mm-hmm. that is inconvenient for Joe Biden or anyone on the left, what happens is this. Joe Biden, for example, will say, well, that's already been debunked. CNN reports, well, the president says it's been debunked. And then the White House turns around and says CNN is reporting it's been debunked. And then CNN mm-hmm. says, "Oh yeah, it's been debunked," <laughs> even though nobody debunked whatever it was that they're saying. It's, it's been true. debunked. That it, on a much larger scale, that's basically what it what it is with the intelligence community. It's sort of saying, "Hey, can you uh, look into this particular individual, Australia or Great Britain or somebody else? We just want to kind of get a feel for this." And then you can turn around and say, "Oh." You know, MI6, but uh, you know the, the 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 British intelligence has actually been investigating this right. individual, right? Yeah, because the Five Eyes nations
2: are us, the UK, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Yeah.
3: So, did you know Australia
2: uh, intelligence officials have been watching this right. person
3: because we told them to? Right, but then. <laughs> but and they then have nothing. An organization like the FBI can take that information that they've learned right. and then go to a judge and say, "Hey, look, judge, we need to open up surveillance here because our right. partners at Five Eyes or at the CIA or wherever have said that there's foreign influence here, so we need to be able to to investigate this person domestically." We need to
4: fund the federal invest uh, uh, some sort of arm of the government, the uh, uh, you know, ministry of debunked or something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's kind of what these trace independent, the origins of it's, all this—it's right? what these
2: independent journalists yeah. are doing. But for the people that don't pay attention to them, they don't know what's going on because it's not like you know, legacy media is going to cover that. Right. They're people, not going to do it. They're paid
7: off.
4: Just living day to day, getting around with their lives. And, oh yeah, you know we're so close to this stuff, and then we hear about it, and you know we talk about it, but a lot of people just it just you know they don't hear about it. And they never do, and they never will. And it's just, that's frustrating. Yeah. Because all this crap is going on, and they know damn good and well you may never find out. That's what they want. They want everybody with their head in the sand. Yeah. It's just
2: frustrating. Well, on that real quick, and then we'll move on. I forget who this was. I'll have to look it up on X. It was this lady that was throwing this out there that said, you know, you got, was it, uh, 1% five percent that kind of run what's going on and then the other five percent that would make up a total of 10 are just carrying out the message mm-hmm. okay then you got 10 percent trying to wake the rest of the people up as to what's going on and that's sort of the game because 80 to 90 percent are head in the sand they're just trying to live their life Yeah,
4: yeah, or they just don't know. I mean, I'm heading in the sand. Well, you
2: got to admit it, man. When your head was in the sand, it was a lot more fun. Well, yeah. For all those years. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy what's happening. Meanwhile, you know, with everything with the illegal immigration crisis, different areas, you've heard leaders say, you know, you should do the right thing and take in a family. Yeah. Yeah. And in Boston, they actually did
3: a story on this. Yeah, a lady named Lisa in Boston took in a family that illegally crossed the border and says hey you know this has been really great because they're doing stuff for free for me (laughs) no kidding really enriched by
4: it. oh come on
2: yeah i I don't know her whole story just from the little video i watched i take it she doesn't have like family there husband anything like that she's living by herself uh from what i
3: saw that that appears to be the case i don't know her full biography but yeah that looks to be the dynamic there. Yeah, yeah, listen to this.
9: It's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking. They are hardworking. They wow. want to learn. They want to be successful. And I feel great helping, and I get to understand the refugee crisis from the inside.
3: You say nobody was living with her prior to this. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's like yes i'm culturally enriched and also i get free stuff right you're talking right. about indentured servitude man <laughs> one of them is really great at washing the clothes right i mean of course the family there they're like whatever i have a nice nice apartment i get to live in and I'll, I'll work whatever least i can do is cook you a meal right you're putting me up
2: <laughs> yeah I And mean, you want me to paint the walls I, mean, <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, what else do you want me to do they're not buying the food they're cooking yeah no. Well, it, honestly, they could from the money that they're getting wow. from our government, yeah.
3: which is insane. It, That's true. And I don't have a problem with Lisa taking in the family. That's great. It's just right. really it's really funny to me when she's just like, and it's great because I have a live-in chef now.
1: Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's yeah, fantastic. he loves to cook.
2: Yeah. we get a little flavor for the Haitian cooking now.
3: <laughs> Never who knew. It mm-hmm. More looks like, like, like an SPCA ad or something right there. It's hilarious. Uh, okay, who's the university that encouraged
2: glitter to ash for
3: Ash Wednesday? Who did this? Uh, yeah, well, it's you know, uh, this was an announcement made yesterday ahead of Ash Wednesday, uh, obviously a very significant part of the Christian calendar. Um, Fort Hayes State University says, "quote Get your ash on campus Wednesday, February fourteenth, from eleven to one in uh, the MU." You can get your Ash Wednesday ashes on the go. You can get traditional uh, ashes or glitter plus ash. That is biodegradable purple glitter mixed in with traditional ashes. Why glitter? Glitter is an inextricable element of queer history. Glitter and ash is an inherently queer sign of Christian belief, blending symbols of mortality and hope, of penance and celebration. This Ash Wednesday, we will make that spark of life easier to see. We will stand witness to the gritty, glittery, scandalous hope that exists in the very narrow of uh, the, uh, the in the very marrow, I should say, of the LGBTQ plus tradition. It's part of the heritage. So so, yeah, now, now it's like, OK, here's here's a, a solemn day to begin uh, yeah. several weeks of penance, mm-hmm. of reflection, of asking for forgiveness. How can we make it about us? That's what you do, glitter ash. Now, that's uh, how they do it. I do want to say real quickly? Uh, they refer to an organization in New York, which is called Parity. I mean, Parity. I mean, it does kind of read like a parody, O D Y, but it's called Parity. Um, okay. It was started by groups within Presbyterian Church USA, because of course, um, uh, to advocate for more inclusive LGBTQ theology. They started this a few years ago, and they said on Ash Wednesday, we will be seen. Glitter is like love. It's irresistible and irrepressible. We will tell the truth. Ashes are a statement that death and suffering are real. Glitter is a sign of our hope, which does not despair. Glitter never gives up, and neither do we. (laughs) Can't imagine why that denomination's dying right now. Right. Forget the scripture. That's another church that's like there's a big split, right? There there was a few years ago, uh, PCUSA and and PC Covenant. I say that as somebody who grew up in the uh, PCUSA church which is why I get bitter about it, because it's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. It's sad, the number of denominations.
2: Yeah. Another story just made me think of, I saw this, the Florida authorities arresting the dude for doing the burnout on the Pride mural on the pavement. You saw that story. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know what the human rights people want? You should be charged with a hate crime for doing that burnout. Yeah. So the Tennessee shooter, no hate crime there. But you do a burnout on the pride mural.
3: The 19-year-old kid is like, this is stupid. That is the state religion that cannot be mocked. Okay. I do wonder with the glitter and the ashes for Ash Wednesday, why do they never do crap like this for Ramadan? Because they know what would happen. Are you kidding? That, That would not be put
2: up with at all. Yeah. My goodness. Put glitter it's, over
4: the fingers they cut off of, it's, you.
2: It's, <laughs> it's some of the same people that are all part of the anti-Valentines Day movement. Mm. Just angry and bitter about so many different things. Anyway. All right. David, you got a story about a Penn State professor. they got to hear that. And another news update straight ahead right here.
8: My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste free, and garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Cholesterol's natural enemy.
7: These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Welcome back, David. There's a rumor out there with all your prize picks money, you uh, just were <laughs> celebrating for, for the yeah, last few days. Hold right, exactly. up a hotel
4: room somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're interested
2: doing. in uh, daily fantasy sports, maybe you're a little confused how it all works. Prize picks is the way to get started.
3: Yeah, it's really easy. You, it's just you playing against the numbers. You don't have to worry about lineups, keeping track of a bunch of players. You just make your picks and go.
4: And you're not playing against a bunch of sharks either. You
2: pick more or less. That's it, for two to six player Stat projections. And you can now win up to a
3: hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn ten bucks into a thousand. Yeah, you got quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players, sports, stat, uh, stat types. All of that is what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Doesn't matter what
4: you're into either, whether it's basketball, hockey, soccer, tennis, pitchers and catchers reported today for baseball. Price Picks has a game just for you.
2: If I were you, I wouldn't do baseball. You suck at picking baseball. You're too close to one. it. Yeah. Be like fan camp. He doesn't know basketball. He's yeah. doing very well. Yeah, he, I know. Yes. Price Picks even offers injury insurance. They're the only fantasy sports platform
3: with an insurance policy. Yeah. Download the app today. Use code MVCR for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. That's code MVCR on prize Picks for a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. All right, David. What's the story here of this professor? Oh my gosh. At Penn State? Do you remember this story from last year? Guy uh, award-winning Penn State professor who was caught filming videos of him sexually abusing a dog?
2: Oh golly. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. Temis Matsukis is his name, and if you remember the cops went to talk to him about it and he said, "Oh, just shoot me. I'm dead anyway." Well, they they continued the investigation and found all sorts of other videos of him doing weird stuff at like a state park like doing that on a picnic table oh dang it inserting things like tree branches i mean it was just oh my gosh man yeah it's it's gross man yeah lock that guy up
2: again penn state professor yes wow well thanks for that update this is the barkley man camp and robert show Okay,
3: Uh, someone announced a serious national security threat today. Yeah, Uh, Republican Representative Mike Turner, who heads up the House Intelligence Committee, puts out a very vague statement today saying that uh, there is some sort of uh, major uh, national security issue and the president needs to declassify it so as many people as possible know about it so we can head it off. So a lot of people are saying, oh my gosh, that sounds serious, because then you've mm-hmm. got Democratic sources saying the same thing uh to media, and then you're hearing that it has it's some sort of foreign military capability that it could have a destabilizing effect. And and so the speculation, of course, is running wild because nobody has actually determined what it is, although you put two and two together, and maybe this isn't the case, uh, but there's been a lot of talk in recent months about a new uh, nuclear weapon it's essentially it's cruise missile then go somewhere around 620 miles uh okay. that's nuclear equipped that russia has been developing uh for ground use as well so then you 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 add to it the big press to get the house to agree to an another round of massive funding for ukraine you're thinking okay Is this guy really getting people worked up about Ukraine? Maybe it's not. Maybe it has nothing to do with Russia and Ukraine. I have no idea. However, (laughs) on February 9th, Mike Turner was in Ukraine meeting with Volodymyr Zelensky. Wow. So less than a week ago, this guy was in Ukraine uh, talking about America's commitment to their fight against Russia. Again, like, like we talked about when this whole thing uh, broke today, it's like, okay, I'm, what am I being set up for? That's what I'm interested in. You
2: know, the clip we had with J.D. Vance, senator from Ohio, talking to Tucker Carlson, saying there are a lot of people. They're not going to do this in front of cameras, but saying, yes, they know this is an unwinnable situation for Ukraine, but still, they want to help them best they can you know, while they're still fighting, Mm -hmm. knowing that this is absolutely useless. And again, you're talking about the military-industrial complex and how much power they have and how much they give to different senators, congresspeople, and how much does that affect how people want to vote or call attention to something that involves national security. Yeah, That's disgusting.
4: I saw, too, where FBI Director Christopher Wray made an unannounced trip to Israel, and he was there to, was sitting with intelligence meetings, too, before
2: leaving for Germany, where he'll be today. Yep, yeah, people have brought up the point with Israel, as far as an aid package to Israel. They're winning their war, and they have plenty of money. Yeah. I'm not saying we shouldn't give to them, but if you're just, you're like, wow, that's a pretty good point. It's not something you just think of off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Ukraine is not winning. That's just it. And Vance laid out all the reasons. This is terrible. Yeah. What about our own border? We're not paying attention to the crisis that we have right here. It's It's crazy. There was a whole piece in The Federalist from John Daniel Davidson talking about how some of these people, these senators like Tom Tillis, North Carolina, apparently thinks you have to be a well briefed U.S. senator to understand the nuances of the Ukraine war, yeah, and that ordinary voters are simply too ignorant to have an opinion on the matter. You know, and these guys work for us. You, I know, piecing. You know, Tillis said our base cannot possibly know what's at stake at the level that any well briefed U.S. senator should know what's at stake if Putin wins. You dumb people. They're so saying the other Republican senators say, no, we got to focus on our own border. They just don't understand the nuance. See. Yeah, we're supposed to trust you. The simpletons. We can't allow that to happen. Yeah. And then, well, he blasted the other Republicans who are being driven by the perceptions of their base and need to grow a spine and get behind sending another 60 billion to Ukraine. You know, people are tired of that. What's the plan? How are you going to win? Well, we'd
4: like to know what we're buying for our money. We'd like to know how what it's going for and how long we're going to be doing this. Yeah, you would. And what, what is the official end in sight? What is it? They won't say. I don't think people initially had a problem with it as much as it was just no. like, hey, what what's going on here? This just keeps happening. We do this all the time. Yes. We just put things together. We throw money, well, throw money, throw money, throw money. and nothing. The other
2: was- thing, Vance painted this picture, and you hadn't heard this before. The average age of the yeah, Ukrainian fighter right now yeah. is approaching 45 years old.
4: Yeah. Well, you've wiped out an entire generation.
2: Well, you got, you know people that are protesting the draft. A lot of people left. Was it the richest people got out of there? Mm-hmm. But it's always this picture painted that this country's united, that's doing everything can- they can to fight against Russia, and that's not exactly what's happening there. But we have a corrupt media. Okay, moving on to other things. Uh, oh, you had a clip from Barbara Lee. What did she say? It must be something
3: interesting. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Oh my
4: gosh. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard it. Oh, my gosh.
3: <laughs> so Democrat Representative Barbara Lee is running for Senate in California, and she's calling for a $50 an hour minimum wage. $50 an hour. Uh, this was during a debate this week. She defended the proposal. This isn't hyperbole. No. no. $50 an hour. Yeah. Okay.
6: In the Bay Area, uh, I believe it was the United Way, came out with a report that uh, very recently, $127,000 for a family of four is just barely enough to get by. Another survey very recently, $104,000 for a family of one, barely enough to get by. Low income because of the affordability crisis. And so just do the math. Just do the math. Of course, we have national... Uh, Minimum wages that we need to raise to a living wage. You're talking about $20, $25? Fine. But I have got to be focused on what California needs.
2: Barbara, who's running the state? Right.
4: <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm dumbfounded by that. $50? What do you think is going to happen? What do you think the, the repercussions will be at of a $50 an a hour minimum crushed wage? business. It will kill it. It will kill it. It it doesn't take a genius to figure that one out. No, either that or it'll be you know thirty five dollar quarter pounders. (laughs) I mean, pretty much. But that's the only way this works. It can't work any other way. I mean, to think that you go to fifty dollars an hour and everything stays the same price. Oh my that your buying power will go up exponentially. Well, it won't. <laughs> Again, this is simple, simple stuff. Gosh, dang it! These
2: idiots. You just included that story to tweak Robbins, didn't you? Well,
4: but it yeah. just yeah. pisses me off because they, <laughs> I mean the the effect of something like that is absolutely catastrophic. Sure. catastrophic.
2: I saw the headline that David sent me $50 minimum wage, and I'm like, okay, this is some sort of joke. No, what? no, she's serious. She's okay, absolutely All right. serious. All right. You also had a story about a plane that was forced to turn around, David? Oh,
1: dude.
3: Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, this is a, a plane going from Amsterdam, I believe, uh, uh, to Detroit, Delta okay. flight. They had to turn back. Uh, an hour after takeoff, because maggots fell from the overhead oh. cabin oh. onto ah! the basket. You can't spell maggots without mega. <laughs> you can actually, but yeah, I get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, passengers taken off board. The cabin was cleaned, and the suitcase where mm. the maggots came oh. out from. It wasn't a problem with the plane. There was a suitcase in the overhead storage bin that was crawling with maggots. Why? A dude had packed rotting fish in his suitcase. And I'm just sitting here going, last time I flew, I had to throw out a basically full bottle of Pepto-Bismol because the seal was broken. They're letting you take rotting fish onto the airplane in Amsterdam? How'd that one get past the
2: goalie? I have no idea. What, was he stoned? Went to Amsterdam, going to live it up? He was so out of his mind, how about some... (laughs) fish wanted an in-flight snack oh my goodness i can't imagine the smell coming Ugh. out of that thing rotting fish oh gosh in the maggots that's just gross okay i'm switching gears gosh dang it. well this is not related but i mean just health questions that people ask did you see this, this little story it's like google health they say if this is what people in different states are asking about as far as different questions that people have when it comes to health issues. And so then they break it down, like in Alabama, or anything they wanted to know last year, how do you get monkeypox?
3: Well, well you ask and you'll find out. I'm bobbing for apples in the community pool. That's <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you, David. Or why do
2: I sweat in my sleep? Mm. They ask that. In Arkansas, it's what causes hemorrhoids. mm and in Mississippi, they specifically ask, what are hemorrhoids? She starts selling a bunch of bran in that area. <laughs> in California, why do I keep yawning? And is it bad to sleep with your bra on? Somebody does that? I don't know anybody. I've never known anybody to do that. I mean, my experience is not great, but. I was say, it's going to say, it's quite a tell there, Scott. Yeah, no. I'm... And why do I pee when I sneeze?
3: uh-oh <laughs>
1: well, well. Well.
3: <laughs> who does that yeah I, well, at a certain age there are yeah, yeah. is that happening yeah and not when to you get me, older but for women yes. it can happen
2: It, yeah. it haven't you, Scott? <laughs> it hasn't happened to me not yet well the way you were smiling saying it can happen did well, <laughs> was... you ever watch those tv ads
3: which
4: ones it's like the for the security i i'm secure now when i cough or whatever oh
2: that's right yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. yeah all right yeah, why do I pee when I cough is another one. Yeah. That's in Texas. Mm-hmm. How long does pink eye last? That's Connecticut. Florida, what happens when you eat mold? <laughs> People in Wyoming ask that, too. In Illinois, can you live without a spleen? You can. You Indiana, can? why am I always hungry? And how to relieve gas pain. Ooh. Oh, Kansas, you lived in Kansas for a while. I did. What does ringworm look like? Ooh. Oh, gosh dang. Yeah. yeah so, th- some of these are just, you know, hilarious. Missouri. From when you lived in Missouri, this sounds like Van Camp would ask this. How long can you go without sleep? Hmm. In New York, why are my hands so dry? Oh, and on this Valentine's Day in Ohio, this is just kind of sad. Can you die from a broken heart? Oh. Oh, golly. Man.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's... It's not good.
2: There was a whole piece that was written about why you should get married. Got to get to that. And a news update about the the bubonic plague straight ahead. Running a business is a 24-7 job.
3: And it's easy to fall behind on things like closing the books. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. thirty-seven thousand twenty-five 1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is
2: one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, everything you need to
3: grow all in one place. Having all your information in one place makes it easy to make better decisions. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com MVR. That's NetSuite.com MVR to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com MVR
9: imagine it's the last ride but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C are taking you for a ride what should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, Linacletide Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults it's not a laxative, it's a once daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms it's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms belly pain, discomfort and bloating Symptoms were studied in combination, not individually.
0: Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling.
9: Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS.
2: All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott
3: Robbins. They're canceling ShotSpotter in Chicago? Yeah, they are. Uh, for those unfamiliar, ShotSpotter is a piece of technology that uh, picks up the sound and frequency of gunfire and can alert the police the general location of where the shots were fired. Hence the name ShotSpotter. P- pretty self explanatory, but some people don't know what that is yeah so the city of chicago a a lot of leftists have said it's racist because they put shot spotter uh technology in neighborhoods that are poor and in the case of chicago generally overwhelmingly african-american the counter to that is that's where the shootings are most likely so you
2: you go there yeah, where the most crime is, where people are getting shot. Right. Okay, I mean, I guess you can put some in some gated communities if you
3: want. It's well. just not going to go off very often. Seems to be a waste of time. You're, you're, not, gonna, you're not going fishing for swordfish in your local pond. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense, right? You want to put that technology where the shots are happening. Well, he's canceling it because it's racist. Okay. But there's a little detail in the local news report that I, you're not going to believe.
5: Well, roll it. Mayor Brandon Johnson is ending the city's use of the controversial gunfire surveillance system known as ShotSpotter. The city's contract with the company behind ShotSpotter expires on Friday, and the police will stop using the technologies after the Democratic National Convention.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So the the Democratic National Convention is what, in August or something like that in Chicago? Well, yeah, a few weeks after. That happens when the important people are right. out. Got to keep it safe for those people. Right. We we got to know where the shooting is happening up until that point because everybody else uh, in Chicago is a test subject for left-wing Holy radicals. Crap. Let's see. Why would you do that to begin with? You mean cancel it? Yeah.
4: It doesn't make any sense. Why but... would you do that? It's just a, it's a tool they can News. use.
2: Yeah. At first, I thought maybe they're saying they're canceling it because... Shot Spotter is saying, "Hey, it, our system's overloaded. There, okay, you're gonna <laughs> right. have to pay more.
4: Is it because you got to take care of your illegals now? Oh, you got to cut the budget somehow. No. I don't know. A drop in the bu in the bucket,
3: as far as the I would think budget. so. Yeah, but, but I'd like, why would you do that? It's a tool to help. Well, keep this sort of gunfire down. The argument is that well, by the time you are made aware of the shots, then. Y- y- you know it's already too late you're not going to make an arrest directly related to the shot spotter well that's not really what the the point of no it's to be able to use analytics to see okay where do we need more cops yes and then the left-wing activists the crazy people who want everybody to get killed they're just like well you know now it leads to over policing in underserved communities well oh dang it sorry but again it's like what 10 percent maybe of those underserved communities who are causing most of the problems so any tool to lock up the bad guys and let you live in peace should be good you would think that's what a lot of people in those neighborhoods want man. they say it
2: man but oh no man. one listens
4: gosh dang it!
2: it's always got to be well we we got to have more black police officers and then it happens And then black police officers arrest or have to chase somebody down. And then, well, it's just a problem with police and the way that they're taught. It's always something. How about stop breaking the friggin' law? Yeah. Start there. Well, bust down on people uh, with illegal guns. Ah, I don't want to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, Bubonic plague caused by a cat. See, you just stay away from cats. Isn't that the deal? Yeah. In in Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of other things that was going on there. It's not just
4: random cats giving people bubonic
3: well, plague. Well, I mean, also a stray cat gave that guy in Alaska Alaska pox. I'm not, that's not even a joke. That's actually true. Yeah. Well, the cat didn't make it. Um, the, yeah, the person who was infected did. Confirmed a case of
2: bubonic plague last week, mm. marking Oregon's first case since 2015. Mm. Yeah, I was just thinking that's two different cat stories.
1: Yeah.
2: I got nothing against cats. It's fine. You love your cats, Scott. I, know. I do love
1: my cats, yeah.
2: By the way, because it's Valentine's Day, there's a new dating app called Score. You heard about that? No. Why are you laughing? I just, is it, is it
4: scoring people at a 1 through 10? No, it's oh. credit score. got to have 675 oh. or higher.
2: <laughs> to date who? <laughs> Anyone? This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Yes. Men and women? Yeah. It's, okay. it's, you All want right. to know that
3: person's credit score before you start dating. Some people, that's important. I I still don't think that's a terrible idea if you're trying to, you know, if you're trying to narrow down romantic partners. If you're if you're really thinking, I'm in marriage mode and settling down. Yeah.
2: I don't want to say no. who it was. So let's just say, okay, with my kids aged, you know, like 18 to 25, I'm around different, and I hear conversations or whatever. When one person says to the other, oh, really, he's thinking about that person or whatever. 85 grand in debt from student loan and a liberal arts degree. Good luck with that. Yeah. Well, I've never heard anybody that age say that to somebody else before. That's in play. Wow. All right. News update. And the Scott Robbins trifecta straight ahead. Markley, Van Camp and Robin show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robin.
5: How do I go the list. You sure? Yeah, whatever. He's yeah, fine. Yeah, right.
3: Yeah. You got a news update, David? Yeah, I do. So we've been following this mysterious and very vague statement that was put out by uh, Representative Mike Turner, who heads up the House Intelligence Committee, saying there is a threat. There is a national security threat that. Biden needs to declassify so we can get our allies ready to face this dire threat. And no one knows what he's talking about except for all the people who have access to that kind of classified, top-secret information. Um, Apparently, it has to do with Russia and space, okay? I don't know, again, what it is. Mike Lee, senator out of Utah, said... Very interested to learn about this threat. Also very interested to know why the spy guys are raising mysterious alarms right now before we're about to reform illegal domestic surveillance under FISA. Interesting. I mean, there's a lot of things at play here. I'm, I'm One, I mean, to me, the obvious tell is you know, they really, really, really want that Ukraine funding to go through the House of Representatives. So let's say that Russia's got a big, scary space nuke. And maybe they do. Again, I open-minded enough but the trust has been completely shattered when it comes to the intelligence community when it comes to people in congress and especially when it comes to russia that's not a pro-russian statement it's just like i understand vladimir putin's a bad dude he's a scary bleeping guy yeah um i i get that but i i don't know when when it's Lucy with the football, right? At a certain point, we all got to be a smart Charlie Brown and walk away.
2: Well, I mean, I'm with you, man, especially when you find out this dude that is clanging the bell was just in Ukraine. Yeah. Less than a week ago. Yeah. Like, okay. And, you know, as far as Putin goes, I mean, when it was Hillary in the stupid button. Yeah. It was all good. See, this is the way you have diplomacy, and you talk, and blah, blah, blah. That was fine. And then all of a sudden, you, you're going to interview Vladimir Putin, Tucker Carlson? Ah! Right. Putin stooge, blah, blah, blah. You, no, you don't, you don't believe any of this stuff anymore. I mean, that's what happens when the trust is broken. And oh, man. We didn't have time for everything today. You know, and there's a million stories like this, too. Real quick before your trifecta, did you see where that private school in L.A. was forced to close because of the homeless drug users, all the intrusions, and indecent exposure around the school? So they closed the school. By the way, private school serving the city's black and Latino youth. You know, rather than clean up the freaking problem, they closed the school.
4: Yes. Guess who wins? The guy with his pants around the ankles that's, you know, strung out on dope. That guy.
3: Uh You send a few guys in there with batons to apply exactly. expertly to the back of those uh, druggy skulls and let the kids go to their school. Exactly. What are we doing? I don't understand. We're closing it. the school because this is happening and
4: instead of dealing with the problem yes. as to why the school is closing? Yes, it makes well, sense to no one. Yes. Gosh dang it.
2: Well, you're all good and ramped up now. Man. You ready for your big yes. three? Yeah. All right, let's roll it. Are you ready?
1: shoe. One, two, 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 two. Two, oh.
2: It's the three most
4: important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well,
1: at least according to Scott Robbins.
4: It's the trifecta on the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins Show.
2: Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, his top three of the day, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem.
4: Hey, buddy. It's Valentine's Day, so you got... Uh, I'm ready. You and the Valentine got a big date tonight? I'm ready.
3: Three. Of course. <laughs> Number three, I, I love the headline so much that you just gave me. I don't even want to spoil it, Okay. It's about a teacher. Yeah. And you, you just go because I think this is hilarious. Well, the art industry, marketplace,
4: buyers, sellers, you know, some people make money doing this, trading their little artwork out for dough. And by the way, in 2023 alone, the top 100 pieces of the auction b- brought in $2.4 billion. Well, so a lot of artists are selling their works. Well, a lot of people and a lot of kids, too, for that matter, put their heart and soul. Into their art at school, and a little middle school in Canada was no different. So they, uh, the art teacher there, was grading their stuff and then taking it and selling it.
2: I saw that story. It's unreal.
4: This guy was selling freaking art for middle school teachers and was making like a 120 100, bucks a pop.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the way I understood it, tell me if I'm wrong, it was encouraging different kids to do different pieces. Like, yes. he would say, "Could you paint me a picture of this?" Fill right. in the blank, so he could sell it. Yeah, it was called creepy portraits. That
4: was his online place. Yeah, and the kids would create this art, and then he'd mm. sell it.
3: Yes, that's incredible. <laughs> yes, yes, that's amazing. I I know it is. Really is. I mean that. Is that illegal in Canada? Is that it? More importantly, I've got a couple of kids. Is that illegal in the United States?
2: <laughs> I would certainly
4: think you can't take somebody's work and then resell it without their prior knowledge or permission. And when you're in middle school, you can't get that.
2: you got band teachers all over the world now saying, hey, what a great idea. Hey, yeah. come up with some originals, would you? Right, yeah. <laughs> Gosh
3: dang.
4: That would be awesome. Now, I'm, on right, with the countdown. The teacher probably just got hired in Chicago, too. Right. <laughs>
3: Scott Robbins, Trifect, the top three of the day. Two. Uh, number two, the Pop Tarts guy is dead. Oh. William Bill Post,
4: the Michigan native who was the key figure in creating Pop Tarts, has died. 96, by the way. It's oh, a good long life. Bill would say, yeah, it wasn't really all me, so I just assembled this amazing team to develop Kellogg's concept of shelf stable toaster pastry. We made it into a very fine product that we could bring to the market in a span of just a few months. So we collaborated then, and the growth of Kellogg's and Keebler's continued until Kellogg's finally purchased the Keebler company. That's another piece of my childhood and adulthood to pass into history. Pop-Tarts. Yeah. And no word, by the way, on whether he was cremated in a toaster or not.
3: No. Oh, that's not necessary. I'll just say, man, uh, he is the patron saint of potheads everywhere. Really, I did not know that the Pop-Tarts were a big thing with the pot Well, dude, I
4: mean, it's... Well, yeah, I mean, you go home at 3, and you're hiring a kite, and you're hungry, and yeah. That part I get. Grab the Pop-Tarts, baby. I thought it was always usually Funyuns, chips, stuff like that.
3: Mm. It was really... Sometimes you got a sweet tooth. Yeah,
4: you you got the sweet tooth. You got to take the edge off a little bit. I remember when these things came out, and my mother put them into the toaster, toasted Mm -hmm. them up, went about her business, waiting for them to pop out, came in, and the toaster was on fire, was burning a cabinet underneath it. Oh, no God. way. The pastry caught fire. Yeah. Holy smokes, like, man. There's a fire! Yeah. <laughs> my, my. So she unplugs it, dumps flour on it or something, smokes all over the place. Wow, I've never
3: heard that one before. Yeah. Yeah. We, we we used to want Pop-Tarts as kids. Yeah. And it was a special occasion when you got the, like, toaster pastry off-brand version of yeah. it. Oh, yeah, right. You know what oh, we yeah. usually got, though? And that was supposed to fill the void. My oh, mom man. called them butter sugar plopovers. And it was butter, a little bit of sugar on a piece of white bread, and you plop it over. <laughs> and that was that was the Pop-Tart at the, at the Van Camp childhood home. Okay, th- now that sounds sad. Was it any good? <laughs> I liked it. I mean, okay, it was yeah. not Pop-Tart, but, you know. <laughs> Golly. The well, you butter you sugar plop Pop-Tart, over. Over. man, yeah. your head just explodes. I mean, you're yeah, trying right. to get the real deal, yeah.
2: You know what? I didn't, pop-tarts were never a big deal to me, but the part pop-tarts, those are pretty decent. Oh, yeah. You ever have the toaster strudel? Yes. Yeah. You know those things are
1: terrible for you. Oh, yeah.
4: But i never bought another toaster pastry for a long time for fear of it would catch fire in the toaster again. It was burning right into a cabinet, and the cabinet, I recall, probably still is in that house, black on the underneath part because that's where it burned. Wow. I was never as close
2: to my father as I would have liked. It you
5: know, <laughs> nothing to do
4: with my dad. You know,
2: nowhere, just out of nowhere with Casey with that. It's all the memories. And the countdown continues. <laughs> right. Crazy. All right, Scott Robbins
3: trifecta, top three of the day. And finally, one. Uh, the MS Society. Uh, Kicked an old lady out of the club because she wasn't woke enough? Yeah, Chea
4: Ratchik has a pretty devastating story about a 90-year-old woman who was kicked out of her volunteer position with the National MS Society because she didn't understand why she had to provide pronouns in her email signature. The woman's name is Fran Itkoff. Been volunteering for the MS for 60 years running. A support group for MS victims and her husband had passed of MS – so she got involved with it, and uh, became a, a big time, you know, member of uh, yeah. volunteers. Right? I mean, people That's do cool. this Yes, and it was really great. But anyway, she would send out like an email or something, and would not put her proper pronouns underneath. She didn't understand what the hell they were even talking about, so she just didn't do it. Well, she yes. didn't do it. That was in violation of their woke the edicts that were coming down, so they booted her. They kicked her out. Because she refused to do it. She's not gonna do it. She's like, why would I do that? I'm not doing that. Good it's for her. Stupid. Well that is stupid. And it is stupid. You're a volunteer. Yeah, we're gonna make you do this. I don't even actually work here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyway.
2: All right. And there you have it. Yes. Oh, got I think
4: that Pop Tart guy's death should be a national holiday from mm-hmm. now on though. Who hasn't been touched by Pop Tarts in their life, huh? Healthy people.
3: (laughs) What they they need to do is put like slats on the coffin and at the funeral, ding, and he pops up. You know, there's an extra for
2: Valentine's Day. If you want to hear about the anti-Valentine's Day movement, it's picking up steam, they say. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you know, I've heard, we've all said this at some point in time. Yeah, it's a Hallmark holiday. It's pushed on people just to sell stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But now people are saying it can be harmful to your mental health. Because single people feel left out and rejected.
4: Well, so what? <laughs> hey, we've all been there.
2: Yeah, yeah. You get through it, you know, somehow. One part of the argument is kids in school, especially teenagers, who don't have a Valentine. Okay. All right. So, yeah. You might have, somebody may have broke up with you. You go through a broken heart, that's part of life, isn't it? Yeah. Because of all of that, more and more people are coming out against Valentine's Day and even celebrating their hatred for it. Oh, come on, man. Leave it alone. <laughs> Just leave it alone. See, I figured you'd love this. Weirdos. The story goes, Etsy saw 14% more searches for anti-Valentine's Day merch this year and 34% more for shirts with sayings like, love is in the air, try not to breathe. Okay. Yes. All right.
4: You know, you haven't lived. And part of growing up is having your heart ripped out and have somebody tap dance on it, isn't it? I mean, isn't that part of it? I think it's happened to everybody. Pretty much
2: everybody. Oh, Every I once did. in a while, this will come up in conversation, you know, with friends or whatever, and someone will say, honestly, I never got broken up with. I was always the break You know, like, well, that's rare. But it, it, it does happen that way. Yeah. Okay, much more to get to. we got to get to another news update. And then there's Nimrods in the news. <laughs> oh, man good one for Nimrods you're so drunk you think it's a good time to confront cops that's a bad move straight ahead winter mornings are perfect for staying under the covers and having breakfast in bed.
3: HelloFresh knows that, and they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life.
4: That means, while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy your pick of the tasty dinner
2: recipes they're known for, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. HelloFresh actually has you covered for every mealtime occasion with a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, desserts,
3: and more. And not only does HelloFresh help you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, Store, but their pre-portioned ingredients help eliminate excess food waste. This new year, make
4: eating better and saving money a priority. And make it easy with America's number one meal kit.
2: Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at
3: HelloFresh.com MVCRFREE. That's one free breakfast item per box while subscription is active with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE.
8: My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste free, and garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Cholesterol's natural enemy.
7: These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. <laughs>
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, you say this, I was wondering what the new crisis is out there, and then you get this yeah. news today, oh,
3: security, national security, watch out. You wonder what's going on. Yeah, and even if this turns out to not be anything from Mike uh, Turner, uh, Republican congressman, I mean, again, that can still have an impact. Just the, the panic could have an impact on your finances and savings. Um, and so... There's a way that you can protect that through Birch Gold Group. Yeah. Let me turn my
4: mic on. That works. It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401K into gold.
2: Birch Gold Group can help you out, man. As opposed to many other investments, gold does
3: thrive in times of uncertainty. It's an important part of diversifying your savings. Yeah. Just text MVCR to 989898 for a free information kit to get started. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers. That's, again, let the pros at Birch Gold Group show you how easy it is to protect your finances through precious metals. MVCR, text that to 989898 for the free info kit. That's MVCR to 9898 to get
2: started. 989898. It's three times. 989898 to get started. That was smooth, boys. Awesome. Okay, moving on. Talking about... (laughs)
3: <laughs> the turner guy and saying all oh, the national security are they saying this may have something to do with russia and space yeah that so yeah he puts out this vague statement saying yeah we need to declassify this or or the president needs to declassify whatever he can so that everybody gets a heads up now sources are telling multiple media outlets it has to do with russia and it has to do with space okay so they're selling you something that's what it sounds like to me uh Again, if I don't not, know what it is. So
2: if not,
3: are you gonna pat yourself on the back a little bit, David? I well, no, it's it's just one of those things, always be skeptical when somebody does this to incite a panic. Yeah. Because it means they've got money in the game or something else. And uh I, I did I did laugh at this. Keith Olbermann, that dude yeah. who was just completely broken by Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Olbermann said, why would he trust you guys so you can give it to Trump and he can give it to Putin? Bro, they oh, already gosh. they already have the classified information. He's saying that everyone else should have the classified information. Right. I mean, living in that paranoid, freaked-out world for a while.
2: Holy cow. Well, my point, David, was if this has something to do with Russia and space, there is something you were talking about, well, for years.
0: Space Force. Space Force.
2: Space Force. Trump brought in Space Force. You were saying it.
3: I I said it's a great idea. Do you remember what I used to say when you'd say that? Yeah, build the wall first.
2: Yes. See, we could be together on this. And I just said, get the wall done.
3: And I said, space, space. this is years ago. Yeah. I said space force laser wall. Two birds, one stone. Okay. If they could do it, I'm all for it. Yeah. All
1: right we got to get the Nimrods Roll it out. Here we go. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show.
4: I love the poorly educated.
1: All right.
2: Nimrods in the News. All right, this 43-year-old dude in Florida, Jonathan Whitesides, rested. He drunkenly drove up to a sheriff's substation the other day. What are you doing? He's a mechanic for... The local school board, it all started when he was hauling an airboat and it fell off his trailer right in front of the station. Some of the cops there, they see it, take notice. I saw, man, this dude appears drunk. But before they could nab him, he left the scene and then came back later with another guy named James. And then these two guys started arguing and the cops came out. So one deputy then tried to get James to calm down, but then Jonathan took an aggressive stance toward him, charged at him, yelled in his face, Hey! my jonathan arrested two breath samples showed his breath alcohol content was 0.334 holy smokes
4: man (laughs) dang yeah wow
2: yeah um yeah that's a little crazy the other dude was 0.307 that's something man that's a whole lot of boozing they're buddies Man, oh, man. And then another story. This was in Washington State. Suspect pulled a knife during a robbery at a convenience store. The store owner, well, he had a bigger knife, a machete. Yeah. <laughs> guy turned around and ran. And that's Nimrod's in the news.